say? So, um, go. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first time you've done that, so it's actually really funny. He never does this, so it's like. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Let me, let me no, 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 no. You can sink, you can act. It's just really funny because I've never seen you do that before. <laughs> and it's because you laughed, I laughed. You're laughing, but I laughed. Alright. Alright. One, two, action. Okay, hi, everyone. So, welcome hi. to another episode of Help. I'm not an adult. And with me, I have the speck of a man. If you see this man, you know, it's a come and see man. Come and see man. Well, I've got one next to me. You know, he's glowing. I've asked him for his skin routine. He won't give me, he told me that he just takes a bath. I've told him, let me touch the hem of his garment. You know, maybe he can bless me at the end of this podcast. Just maybe, maybe. one day I might just glow half, half as much as he does. You'll glow more. You'll glow more. Okay, great. So I have Mr. Timmy. Hi, everyone. Uh, nice to be featured. Yes, nice to have you Thank in you your, for all your glory. Me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> good to see you. How are you feeling today? How are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. You yeah. Know? The company is nice. So We love we love good companies. And you came with such a bright, great smile, so I love it. <laughs> and you're the one that brought the smile. You brought the sunshine inside here. Yeah. <laughs> Eshi, Eshi, thank you very much. I try, I try, I try. So tell us, tell us how your week has been like, you know. Here we're talking about being an adult and <laughs> I mean, it goes without saying that that's a very interesting place to be, yeah. you know, because mm. from childhood it's like great, everyone's taking care of you and then it's like, whoa, I'm not all alone, you know, so how, well, let's, instead of telling me about how your week has been, okay, give me like a backstory of your shift from childhood to when you realize that, oh my God, I'm not an adult and I have to like, deal with all this craziness okay um you've said the question is large in scope i know but <laughs> but i think that i'm an i'm an exception okay because i i think i've grown differently from other people the textbook definition of being an adult is kind of how do i say limited mm-hmm. um for example if you go to the west if you are in the u.s i believe you're deemed an adult by the age 21 yeah if you are in the UK, it's 18. 18. And mm-hmm. I really do think that being an adult is beyond just like your age group. Yep. I think there's subtext yeah. and a lot of people miss it. I think being an adult also has to do with the amount of work that the parents have done um, on the child to prepare them for the world. Mm. Unfortunately, in my case, I lost my parents when I was very young. Mm. So I've been having a very unique kind of upbringing and adulthood. Yeah. So I've been adulting for a while now. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you that. So, um, but my week, my week has been, get that CB show, but my week has been nice to an extent. I haven't had too much wahala, but I've been balancing business, work, friends, relationships. Yeah. yeah. Great. I love that. So let's go back to, you know, having to adult, well, I really love the fact that you said it, it has a lot to do with like your parents upbringing because for some people, if they're mentally prepared for going into the world, it's not as crazy mm-hmm. compared to as not being prepared. Yes. Right. So like, so you said you lost your parents at a very young age. Yes. So how was that for you in terms of like growing up? Did you have a childhood? 
was it still how was how did you manage that in terms of like your mental health and just growing up um so hmm growing up i i think i had good support okay um i had a lovely aunt and shout out to auntie essay if you ever get to watch this auntie essay we love you um <laughs> she did a lovely she did a wonderful job raising me and helping me understand that you may have lost your parents but god will always be a father to you mm. never see yourself as an orphan you are cared for and you are loved mm. by god so i kind of took that literally and uh, i would pray to god and have a genuine relationship and i would always get what i wanted okay. so um i mean that helped a, a great deal yeah but in terms of coping there were times where it was hard sometimes where it was easier because what i came to understand is ironically even if you have parents you can still end up pretty messed up yeah you do so um i came to understand that at certain points i was doing better mm. than certain people who did have parents so all in all i just, i was just grateful yeah i think that's a nice outlook to have okay. on on life in general I really like that. Like I love it. I feel like it's quite similar to my story in a way where I like I had to rely a lot on God to be that father figure for me. Mm -hmm. And I saw like you I was like when you were saying yeah all everything you needed was answered. I was like, yeah, that was like my story because whenever it was crazy I'm like, God, you're my father, I deal with it. And boom. Mm -hmm. My mom would always say like when it comes to you, like everything you need is always sorted. I'm like, yeah, like Abba is my guy. Like he answers me, you know. So I really love that. So interesting so for you it's been like support so that support is very important right yes and well, i love that you spoke on support because a major theme that has been on the last like couple of podcasts has been support and like people actually not trying to do life by themselves or mm, in isolation because mm, when you do that you're trying to like carry the whole burden of life just on yourself without actually distributing mm -hmm, those burdens and mm -hmm. no one is like self-sufficient of course you know we even have of different course. parts of our bodies which all do different things of course you know yeah so yeah i like that you mentioned that so let's go to the next point right so i'm going to bring you back to current situations of course so you said you're navigating business um relationships friendships yes can you speak more on that in terms of like <laughs> I don't want to keep using the word adulting because obviously we know we're talking about being an adult. But in terms of like managing expectations in relationships, friendships, or even in like your career path right now, mm -hmm. how do you manage these different expectations? And two <clears throat> questions. Are you living the life you envisioned yourself in? Okay. I think I'll answer your questions backwards. Okay. So great. I'll start from the last point. Am I living the life that, you know, I expected for myself? I would say when I was younger, I anticipated that I would be married by now. Um, I thought, yeah, I'd be married by 27. Ten children. <laughs> pretty much. Um, but actually, um, I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. As, I grew, as I evolved as a person, I'm like, it's not about the world's expectations of you, mm -hmm. but it's about what you need in your season and just making sure that you are growing into the person that you are made to be. Okay. Um, so I think so far, everything has been chill. Um, a few hiccups here and there, mm -hmm. but like, it's okay. When I think about my friends, my relationships, I think they're very complex. Yeah. 
I think with people, people are very fragile and delicate and we don't give enough grace to mm-hmm. everyone. Um, everyone is going through something and I've come to realize that people are not good at communicating. Yeah. And um <laughs> and people really struggle. I think and also certain cultures don't help. Yeah. Nigerian cultures well, ni- the Nigerian culture basically promotes men to be very stoic or very independent and you know take all the rubbish on this world it's, yeah. it's, it's your own to take and put it on your shoulders don't let anybody help you <laughs> and don't, don't even share uh-huh. don't even show sign of weakness how dare you exactly show that side of you like Ogbeni and Gaia you mad like, <laughs> don't, don't be doing that kind of stuff but like um, I really think that it's not helpful yeah I think it perpetuates um, terrible character in our children and our children's children mm. um Sometimes the vulnerability is necessary. I'm a guy, I'm a man, and I can say for a fact that I have a delicate side. Please say it louder. <laughs> can you like, like loud it? Say it louder. <laughs> I have a delicate side. Thank you. But the streets of Lagos not allowed that delicate side is true. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to call you sure, but that was like the next thing I was going to ask you. Like in terms of like being a man, how do you handle emotions? And in this kind of world where showing emotion or showing i wouldn't say your feminine side because it's not your feminine side everyone has an emotional side but yeah. showing that side of emotion how do you handle that where people are like oh you should be a man what what does it even even mean to be a man that's a that's a very good question what does it mean to be a man i mean personally i take up the whole manhood persona through the biblical example mm-hmm. um I believe that man was created for specific purposes and reasons. Yeah. You are given a purpose. You are given work to do. And if you operate in your purpose and in your work and you are fulfilling what it is that you are being called to do, I believe yeah. that you are acting in the capacity of a man. Love it. Um, however, if you struggle to um, fulfill your duties or if you're having issues just navigating responsibility i feel like that is when you will compromise your value as a man yeah um so yeah i just think that there's a lot of people that are failing at being a man and being a man is not just about providing it's not just about putting let there be food obviously like you're supposed to care for your family and you're supposed to care for the ones that you love but there are other needs Mm -hmm. besides financial needs that actually contribute to a person's development so People also need you to be there in a specific capacity. As a father, you should be there emotionally. True. You should be present. And I feel like in Nige, people are just not emotionally present. You can't, I, I barely hear people saying, I love you. Or even sometimes, <clears> like, <throat> let's say we like my girlfriends. I'm like, oh, I love you, babes, you know. And then guys is like, you don't tell your friend I love you. See, Bobby's even laughing because he gives you all the same thing. I'm like, can't you tell your guy that you love them? Like, genuinely love them. It's like, how dare you? Are you gay? Are you a gay? Are you, are you gay? gay? <laughs> But I mean, there's nothing wrong in saying that, hey, this is how I feel. Do you know, it's actually funny in today's society. So I, I'm very big on complimenting people. But I know, I, you know how people say, oh, yeah, I wash a man. You, you have degree washing. Every compliment I give, I mean it. I don't actually like, I wouldn't tell you if I don't mean it. I will, I will keep it to myself. But if I say, oh, my God, you look good. Like, I like this. I'm telling you how you feel. I will go up to girls and be like, oh, you look nice. And they look at me funny like... Are you a lesbian? I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm just 
complimenting, letting, I'm just complimenting you. you. I'm letting yeah. you know that in case you walked out of your home today and nobody else has mentioned to you about how good you look, let me be that one person that added that some form of you. sunshine into your life. And you're not waiting for any outside affirmation to let you know that you are truly beautiful because you are. And sometimes people just need a reminder. Not that they don't know that they are, mm-hmm. but you just need someone to just let you know that, hey, I see you. Every content is content. Carry on. She's not recording, but okay, she's recording that. But basically, like, what I'm saying is, so the same way for women, mm-hmm. they had their own pressure. That would be in the recording. It sounds like that would be in the recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so for, for, for women, um, the kind of pressure they deal with is things like period. So I think we both have issues that are unique to us. So for men, this time, if you actually think about it, for men, the same way they have, I mean, for women, the same way they have period pains. Mm-hmm. For men, they also have some kind of insecurity that they deal with that they don't talk about. Of course. For example, the size of their reproductive system. <laughs> it's just the truth. Like, men are not talking about it, but like, how, yeah. how, how, how do people do products and they sell out every time? Like, I, I was looking at this guy that sells products, this Fecomi guy, and he said he did like 5,000, um, there's this particular pump that he made. <coughs> and he sold out. I look at the comment section, nobody's talking about, oh, I've used it, it works, it doesn't work. Who do you have the mind to go and say that you bought but it? But women do it all the time. Women like do like bomb and like... But it's, 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 it's like it sounds cool for a woman to do it. Like, they would do advert on it. Women themselves, if the influencers do it. Yeah. Because society makes it's it cool. society is cool with women. But generally, the society makes it cool for men to do a lot of things. Oh, two women are kissing. Oh, cute. Two guys are kissing. Oh, my God. It's, but it's, it's gross. the same thing. People hate James Brown with so much passion. <laughs> oh, but risky. But, but exactly. But I'm really cool with like... You know, like, I, I was watching this video where the lady was doing this kind of show. It meant to be a show where she brings two people and they try to connect. So she tried to be inclusive in the show and she brought two girls that are basically lesbian. Apparently, they're able together. So she just brought two of them. See, comment section, everybody's like, it's cute and stuff like that. And I'm like, if you brought two guys... It will not be cute. No, 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 crazy. I think in the law itself, what they, what they focus on is on the gay side. I don't think they focus on the lesbian side. Or do they mean... They just mean... It's both of them together. Yeah. They're just calling gay together. Is it homosexual? But, but, I don't know. But it seems like guys like seeing girls together. You know, it, for some guys it turns them on. But for women, I mean, it I turns them on. That's because of what we start what we saw in That's porn. my point. Yes, society, the conceptualization of what is okay and what is not starts from all of that. And, and sorry, I now just I've now just clocked everything that you said. And you know the insecurity of like. Um, penis size for males, I come to understand that the the women self here, yeah, that even talking about it and making your insecurities grow larger, because to be honest, between men, if there were no women involved and we're just guys on the planet and it's like, okay, this guy, if you have sport, you care, okay, no, so, Move. within concern, I just have to do what I have to do as a man, but I think the insecurities grow as a function of what women say, because men care about what women think, yeah, and what the women are saying at first, I've been through comment sections and I've been on YouTube and sometimes women will say, oh, penis size doesn't matter. Men in the comments are like, cap, you're lying. <laughs> Stop it. Because the thing that the women will not say anything is they have a fight, to not call you out and be like, you got tea that you won't have this small. But you, Can you imagine? Like, and it's funny, some people will now say, oh, uh, it's too big, shifting wombs. So, 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 so it's so, like, choose your argument. So the thing that in every era of our lives, I realize that at the end of the day, we all have things that we are dealing with, both men and women face. But just that maybe the mention is different, it's unique to men because of our systems or because of our yeah. reproductive and things like that. Why for women is different? Why are some things that affect both of us, but affect us at different times? But for marriage, most women are conditioned. And you know it's crazy? 
when you tell a woman that oh why are you not married at 25 they get pissed off but at the same time when you get to that age they're also bothered about getting married too so why do you get pissed off why are you getting pissed off because they're telling you the obvious or why are you getting pissed off just because the society has told you to be pissed off because at the end of the day like it's as if we're all conditioned in our minds to react to certain things or think about things in a certain way because i'm seeing girls being bothered that they're 25 and not married but since you're seeing online that nobody should pressure me when I'm 25. It's why? So I'm like, maybe. why are you not under pressure by yourself? That means your brain will be conditioned to think that way. So I now realize that there's only women that like that have crossed 25 and hit 30 then. Other than that, I'm like, I beg, I don't care anymore. Like nobody's pressuring me. I've passed the period when they should pressure me. And I'm like, okay. So for men, men's zone is when they're 30. And the same thing to be men. When they're 30, between 30 and 35, when you're not getting married, your friends are already pressuring you. By the time you hit 40, you don't care anymore. So the thing no, is that for men, and guess what? And guess the reason why it's also that same difference oh too, God. because men and women getting married also condition that you know a man get married at thirty, you must right. get married at twenty, ten years different for five years different, mm-hmm. and that's how you're looking at it. So obviously, you don't expect a man to get married at twenty. <laughs> what does it mean in life? I think, I think, our the people who have come before us, ancestors, grandmas, grandpa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they've. They've given they've tried to make us work within a box yes and we have now been like pre pre-programmed to see specific outcomes yeah but that's not how we should actually view life life is more dynamic far more dynamic than that it's not black and white exactly it's not black and white and i just really think that we should learn to enjoy like our process mm-hmm. instead of trying to focus on what other people are doing really learn to focus on you I feel like a lot of people have a lot of insecurity. Social media does not even help. It does, Social media just makes it more jarring what another person has and what you don't. Don't have, yes. So yes. you you may passively think that you're lacking, but meanwhile that person that you're envying is insecure. Mm-hmm. But just has a better ability of faking. Or it's and, just showing the part that you need to see. And it's just better at pretense yeah. than other people. So I'm just like, everybody needs to appreciate their own process. It doesn't matter even if, as a man, you marry someone that's older, a female that is older than you. It doesn't matter. It's about the quality of your relationship. Preach. The quality of your relationship will then spawn beautiful seed. After all, the whole point of having relationship is to give birth to children. Yeah. I just feel like people misconstrue things. So... It's really about the quality and the substance of your relationship that should take priority. But people are now looking for shallow things like how will I look? Yeah. Um, how will people perceive us? And really it's about what you have to give to the world. Even when I see people say yeah. things like, Oh, digital is that cause fights and someone will tell you like I saw this post one time, they were like, Oh, these are some of the things you talk about and tell it right writing there were things like, Oh, should you use the toothpaste? From the needs of an individual, or should you close the toilet seat? I'm asking myself, like, are you joking? Like, is this no, no, but you know, with those things, see that toothpaste is not the problem, that they're underlying issues. So it's like kind of like I'm obsessed with you, and I'm like, oh, look at what you did. I'm not what you did is not the problem, the problem is the fact that I'm obsessed with you. So most people have not dealt with the underlying issue, yeah. That's why you're now saying, okay, there's one joke by basketball. Oh, why did you fry the wrong egg and you boil the same egg? It's the same egg. <laughs> no, it was very silly. So when people, oh, you press the toothpaste from the bottom instead of from the middle, it's kind of like I'm picking up on this list of things because I'm obsessed with you. I haven't dealt with things 
like underlying oh, issues. Children, do, you, do you get my point? So that toothpaste is not You're the problem. Yeah. Because there's a greater underlying issue that's unaddressed and it's just it has piled up and now you're just like looking for little outlets. Thank you. Okay. So it's true. People mm. do nitpick. And when they nitpick is really because people don't like confrontation. Yeah. And so they're avoiding the issues that they're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. But instead, they would just rather look for the little things to... To pick on. Yeah. And it just adds more um, fuel to the flame. And yeah. I, I don't think it's the best way. Uh, again, it all boils down to people being bad at communication. I was just about to say the same thing you said earlier. People don't like to communicate. I don't know. It's like... Because I think in terms of like friendships or relationships, the key factor is vulnerability. There we go. I was going to say that. Yeah. And then so if we can't be vulnerable, mm -hmm. we can have actual conversations. Of course. And so and most people are afraid of showing that vulnerable side of them because mm -hmm. they're afraid of how it might be received or how people are going to, or, or kind of things that kind of like transference of power. Ah, now this person has, in, in Nigeria terms, seen me finish. Mm. But if you're going out in a relationship and worried about someone seeing you finish, you've already felt because the whole idea of in a, being in a relationship or a friendship, because I feel like the only difference between a friendship and a relationship is just sex. It should be the same thing, right? In terms of the vulnerability, the intimacy, being able to pour out yourself. I mean, if you call someone your friend, then you must be able to go all out for them. Of course. It should be that deep in terms of vulnerability, in terms of sacrifice. It's the same thing. Yeah. So a lot of people are not willing, willing to just be vulnerable and just like let themselves go because trust a lot of people are afraid trust and before i go to trust is very important yeah. i can't just say that it's easier than it seems it's because you know if you entrust someone with so much it's like how are they going to treat the thing that i entrust them with like this is a very very sensitive aspect of me mm. and i think that the person first has to show that they're capable of yes. receiving what is being shared with consideration mm -hmm. and a lot of people i think are not qualified they don't know what to do with vulnerability yeah a lot of women will be chatting yeah i want him to be vulnerable i want him to can you mm. handle can so, you handle his look, vulnerability he was even crying the other day how can he be your man and he's crying oh and i'm like he's all of these little things and a lot of ladies these days don't know how to talk or how to speak to men mm -hmm. and it's like you you basically emasculate your partners with the heart with the hurtful things that you say okay. and it's like okay so why should i now trust you um do, do you understand so it can be can be quite dicey and tricky yeah so yeah and i feel you and i think again going back to communication i think a major thing that is well, affecting most people especially like us being adults is that we don't know when to choose our battles and when to let some things go and also just when to talk to people the right way. So for example, in terms of like support and getting things done, we might not know a lot of things yet, right? Mm -hmm. But we could actually ask people to help us. But the approach is still boils down to communication. How you deal with confrontation and conflict and different things that arises, it's still down to how you communicate. If you're not good at communicating, <coughs> you're gonna pick up so many enemies. Yes, that is very true. But another thing is that for you to even ask for help, asking for help is also vulnerability. It's not even easy. Because you, you're basically trying to say that, look, I have this weakness or this thing mm. that I, I'm, I'm going to need assistance with. And people don't like to be viewed as weak. Yes. People don't like to be perceived as needy. Mm -hmm. So it's like for you to lower your guard and to say you need help is a big deal. Yeah. 
and there are lots of people that would just be like hey look at this one he's even asking me for help and, yeah <laughs> so i think it's really dicey i yeah. think especially in the world that we live it's a very um it's a very strategic and wicked world that we live in so i wouldn't blame people for not being able or vulnerable to just do these things easily yeah but um i think we all need to have a spirit of discernment exactly. we have to start getting wiser we have to start understanding or valuing the consequences of our actions over immediate gratification mm-hmm um i think we are too selfish i've 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 Preach. i've spoken about this so many times our desire for self preservation and just chasing self fulfillment blinds us from greater consequences yeah and i think this is why the world is suffering so drastically today yeah. i think yeah we'll continue to suffer drastically if we don't we don't reevaluate yeah. our values and our priorities I think some of us don't even know our values or our priorities because our values and our priorities are not ours they are societies I agree and we're living other people's value and priorities and we're thinking they are ours I agree and then we don't even know that they're not because people are entering like a lot of like mental breakdown or mental health issues because of these false priorities and beliefs that they think they're theirs of course and they put that pressure on themselves to meet up Mm-hmm. and they're all realistic yeah. you know and even these people like passing on certain perspectives can't even do that but it put on this picture it's kind of like we want to put you in this kind of box so that you can conform but we know that it's unattainable but we know that it will put you in a rat race mm-hmm. when you keep doing this thing constantly until you get there and mm-hmm. you're never there so you're under control of the false you know image that has been presented to you so how do we even learn to be true to ourselves in this age that we're living in right now considering also social media media is blowing up false reality so badly and it's only getting worse so how do you think we could possibly like be true to ourselves i love this and i'm going to tie this all back to the topic being an adult mm-hmm. i think you succeed at being an adult the moment you start to become self aware of who you are boom and the moment you start to be self-aware of who you are, what you can do, what you can accomplish, what you have to do, that is when your journey as an adult fully begins. Yeah. And it all ties into the duties of what a parent is to do. It's just to help you to know who you are so that you can begin your journey as an adult. It's just that parents do so poorly that people don't even succeed at knowing who they are until they are in their 40s, yeah. 50s, and so on. Um I just recently discovered myself and it took a lot of self-reflection. It was actually pressed upon me because I said I loved someone and I was like, look, if I'm trying to be there for you and love you and marry you, I have to like get my ish together. Yeah. And I have to be there for you, so I have to sort out my own issues. I had to dig deep in my closet, look at my past issues, um, start to address all my baggage. And it was only through those things that I could start to look at myself objectively in the mirror and love what I see. Mm. So I really think that everybody has to go through that process. Yeah. You you have to stop hiding from yourself. Mm. You really just have to take your time and go through everything. Issues within your family. Why are you the way you are? Mm. You you can't run away from these things anymore. You just have to face it. 
I do believe that a lot of people suppress all of these things. Yeah. And I'm like, how how are you now expecting love? Why are you pursuing love if you haven't done the work to um, nurture a a commitment? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are guessing it wrong. And I hate being on the streets because I'm like, <laughs> it's a total waste of time. People oh are just gosh. looking, people are just looking for the so-called right things in mm-hmm. all the wrong places yeah and i'm like you people say we don't even know what you want i yeah, just everybody is just putting people in that in their confusion yeah. and i'm like i feel as though they are good people but they compromise their values and do things that they regret all because they feel lonely yeah and i'm like sometimes people just settle and they'll just like okay let me just go out let me just do this thing because i'm just like what else will i do i think it's really sad i think you're just diminishing your value yeah just because other people are doing it doesn't mean that you You should do do it it, you don't actually have to do anything and nobody's going to judge you exactly (laughs) no one is going to judge you you can literally just say that look these people are not functioning at my level and i don't want to bring myself down to their level and let me just continue to progress strategically and get what I want out of life for myself. You'll find what you need. You just have to get to a certain level and you will attract what you put out. I love it. So, yeah. I just have one question. That's when is question. your book coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Please. But think about it though, like, so when the time, when the time where everybody wants things quick, yes. from success to relationships, yes. there are a lot of movies out there that we watch today. Uh-huh. They're developing those movies. You meet somebody... In fact, that's the reason why people say things like, why would talking stage be more than a month? But I'm thinking about it, like when I was talking about it, I was thinking about it like, there's a time where there was no social media. Mm-hmm. And I remember when my dad was talking about how he was even meeting my mom. And what it's happens okay. is they, they, they meet like in the choir or something. Mm-hmm. And for them to see, they will plan ahead of time that, okay, they will see by like five or something. And I'm thinking about it really. Between that time and five, there was no phone. So they're not communicating. So like, the only way you can know if this person is actually for you is just one discernment and if you can build intimacy without actually talking to this person. For a long period of time, you can even see in a short, like, it might, it, might take, it might take long, but you can imagine. But now we have our phones and if you look at, if you think about it clearly, mm-hmm. the moment two people meet online and that, that talking consistently like for 10, 15 hours a day for like a week, Emotion starts, you know, yeah. going everywhere. And that's why you see some people who say things like, well, I can talk to somebody under two weeks and the person is serious with me. The person wants to date me. But in my mind, I'm like, you can't know, you can't know, like, how long does it take for you to actually know somebody to the point where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable and ready to give myself to this person, mm-hmm. to now be with this person. But when the time where people say things like, you know, talking to you should not be more than, once you go for dinner, you should not be asking me, what do you like? This one, I'm tired of that. But that's because, all our lives, mm-hmm. we're always used to going, doing talking stage for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Next to we're talking about relationship. Or mm-hmm. next thing, we'll jump straight to the bed. Mm-hmm. And you must jump straight to the bed and have sex at the beginning. You're very short your eyes. That relationship has ended. No, 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 guess what? The lady has shut her eyes, but the guy has known from the very beginning. Because yeah. we have post clarity. <laughs> there was not clarity. It's not the truth. The guy knows from the beginning. <laughs> but the girl's eyes are shut. So what happens now Maybe girls in love. What happens now is that... For the girl, she's getting more attached. For the guy, he already knows what's going on. And he's moving. And that's where it gets very messy. Because 
if, if I'm being honest, a lot of guys want to sleep together, they already know you must be that person or not. Because at that point, I, I hate that clear, which is weird because when you finish having the sex or you finish nothing, and your head is now clear. Why for the girl? <laughs> it's when she didn't do that first that her own head is clear. It's a very it's a very Christian, I think. Yeah. But you know, he's he makes some very valid points. Mm-hmm. I liked that he made points or he referenced the past because I think that relationships in the past, they were far more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, for you to determine whether or not somebody was really into you, it's in the actions. Yeah. The actions are the receipts. It's like, it takes so much effort for me to even make it work. Yeah. No phone, no. Yeah, long distance away. There are so many inconveniences that hinders our communication. But in spite of all of the challenges, I put in the effort to choose you and to make it As work. Think about it though. Were the inconveniences or that what we're used to? That's true. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't know what's better. But that's well, true. now we know what, 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 what should be. Like, if I had that kind of thing, we say that, ah, but if I had a phone. But after they have a phone, it, shouldn't, it doesn't even make sense to them but, to. But, and that's true. It could have just been their norm. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, their norm was healthy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very healthy. But our norm today is not healthy. Toxic. Because it's, it's based off, like, convenience. Mm. Most of the relationships that are built today, it's like, I like this guy of convenience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a person is just convenient for you, do you understand? Yeah. And even around you. And it's not because that person is actually good for you. I agree. So I'm like, there's, there's just different ways in which we compromise um, in very yeah. stupid manner. So, you know... Interesting life we live. Yeah. If I can just sum up adulting as a whole, based on what I've been explained, I think it's about being very accountable to yourself. Very yeah. true. I mean, I was going to ask you, what would you say? And um, what advice would you give in one word? But I feel like, you know, I mean, I still want to hear from you. <laughs> advice. From the horse's mouth. In, in a, like a sentence, what would you say adulthood is about? And, you know, what would adulthood be your advice? Adulthood is about dedicating your time, your resources to find who you are. I love it. True that. Find who you are. Know what you want. Mm -hmm. Just know what you're about. That way, everything becomes simpler in life. You are less messy. You're less experimental. You are not just trying things. You're just intentional. And in your intentionality, you can cut the bullshit. Sorry, excuse my French. But it's like, you can just say, okay, I don't want this. This is exactly what I want. You will save so many people so much heartbreak. Yes, and you'll be honest with yourself and with them. And you will grow. Yeah. So that's it for me. I love it. And I mean, one thing that I always say as well is people don't always, if you don't know who you are, people will tell you who you're not and you're going to believe them. Exactly. Yeah. So going back to what you said, you need to spend time. And sometimes we often think that people care so much about what we do. We're you not that important. Like, are you th- are you thinking that in my whole twenty four hours, I'm thinking about oh my god, look at that dress that she wore, or like I don't have time for that. Like I'm thinking about okay, how do I build the next thing? What how can I make tomorrow better than today? Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to live in my now because another thing is a lot of people are so, like, engrossed in their future mm-hmm. that in the right now they're not really doing anything about it. That's like so true. developing yourself, um, trying to build yourself in this moment right now where you are. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make yourself better? How are you better than you were yesterday? In this mm-hmm. moment right now, not tomorrow, because that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Very Let's true. be honest, we think it's automatic we wake up, but you might wake up, you might not wake up tomorrow. So what about in this moment? Have you in this moment, can you categorically say and be honest with yourself that I did the right thing, I made the right decision, I was honest with myself 
about how I truly felt about certain things. I really lived up to the things I said I was going to do in this moment as in right now. Because what if your chapter ended today? Mm -hmm. You couldn't rewrite your tomorrow. Yeah. And all you had was your before and your now. Yeah. Would you say that in all that moment, you had been honest with yourself and you could say, do you know what? I lived a fulfilling and honest life. If you can't say that, then why don't we just live every day like that day was going to be our last? Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's really not. So in this moment, like I'm trying to retrain my mind and tell myself today, right now, how can I make someone's life better? How do I make myself better in this moment right now? Whose life am I impacting? Because yeah. tomorrow is an opportunity for me to do something else. But yeah. right now, today, in my 24 hours, what impact has I, have I made? And if I can't be honest in myself in my 24 hours, then, you know, have I really been honest? Because tomorrow, I don't know if I wake up tomorrow or that's my last chapter. So I want to make sure that in my day, I've done it. But it's not an easy thing to do. And I'm not saying that I perfected the art. Really, I haven't. But I hope that one day, I will be super honest with every single day and I can be accountable that, hey, today, I was honest in all my dealings. I was honest with myself. And everybody that I came in contact with, I gave them my 100%. And I made sure that I poured out every love that I had towards them. And they left feeling better. And tomorrow, tomorrow comes, I'll repeat the same thing until the last day I spent on this earth. Yeah. And I feel like that way, we might be a bit more fulfilled. We might be. And that it won't be comparison with somebody else. It'll be like the impact I've made based on the gift and that I've been given by God to use for those around me. Yeah. It won't be, oh, I'm trying to compare myself to Timmy's nice voice, you know. <laughs> trying to see my voice can't be as nice. <laughs> It'll be that, you know, with the one that I have, I used it, you yeah. know. And yeah. I also appreciated Timmy's one. And I let him know that, man, you can move mountains with it. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, thank you for all your wisdom. Like you've definitely contributed to a lot of people. Wow. Right, Bobby? I mean, you're very wise. I just really want to know when the book is coming out. Okay. I will let you know and I'll keep all of you guys posted. I would disturb you. I will just have a podcast. To be honest, it's quite easier. To be honest. Now I feel like you need a podcast and a book. Okay. I, I see I see a book in you. Yes. I can write. So I will write and I'll do a podcast. And I will keep you accountable. Thank you. I will actually, just so you know that I will <laughs> ask Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, maybe you should tell him. He does not know. I will hold you accountable and I will make sure that you do it. Hold my chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I really, I'm honestly, like, I feel like you have a wealth of wisdom. I really love the way you think. And I mean, I knew that the first time I met you, which is why you're here. <laughs> you know, and I think, like, regardless, you might not be older, older. What is even age? Age is just a. Age is nothing, you yeah. know. Like you said, I take you back to what you said about, it's not about age, about the quality. Mm -hmm. I've met people who are older and they don't have sense. There are many. And I've met people who are younger and, oh my God, they're so brilliant. Like I was saying, like, my best friend is 25. I take life advice from her all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel, Sometimes I feel like she's wiser than me. <laughs> Just joking. But yeah, no, she's wiser than me. So she knows she'll not be feeling like her head is going over. But no, she is wiser than me most times. And I learned so much from her, you know. And it doesn't matter, you know, but it's just, there's so many people that have a lot to contribute. And I feel like you do. And I feel like you should take all your experiences, everything you've been through. They call it pain to purpose. Yeah. So I feel like you have a lot to give and you should. Pour out a book and a podcast. Thank you. And I'll bring mine to it so you can sign it. Or you can sign your autograph here. See? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, thank you for coming through. Thank you so much, Yuri. You're a star. Thank you. And this is the part where we take pictures. Yay. Sorry. <laughs>